0: Welcome, and thank you for listening to the podcast of North Etowah Baptist Church. Visit us online at northetowah.org. Rather than church being a place where people far from God are met with shame, guilt, and condemnation, we believe Jesus leads us to be a family that extends His grace, mercy, and forgiveness to everyone. We hope you enjoy today's service.
1: Tonight we're going to be talking a little bit more about our Bible. Uh, And I was noticing there in the second verse, as we said, our call to war to love the captive soul, but to rage against the captor. And then it says, and with the sword that makes the wounded whole. Oh yeah, thanks, Jonathan. You got it up there on the screen. And with the sword, what is the it, it already had said that we're going to put our armor on. So when we consider our armor, what is our sword? Thank you. Yeah, most uh, a lot of you are raising it up. You've got your sword in your hands. So it says there, and with the Bible, the sword that makes the wounded whole. Now, you know, you can take that a lot of ways. You may be wounded, and you may have something going on in your life. Whatever it is, as we have said last week, take this word. It will make the wounded whole. And I take it to mean that for Christians, but for non-Christians, they are really wounded, aren't they? This book can make the wounded whole. It tells and teaches and preaches the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ. So I just noticed that that even in this song, Chris and Kristen Getty, or Keith and Kristen Getty, I'm sorry, they write such good theological songs out that are putting out right now that, that I really appreciate the the truth in what they are writing. So tonight, if you'll turn to Hebrews chapter 4, Hebrews chapter 4, and look at verse number 12. Tonight, we're going to continue on looking at God's Word. And in Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12, it's a scripture that you have heard, uh, read, and you've read it, and you've uh, studied it, I'm sure, many of you for a bunch of times. But tonight, I want us to consider the Word of God. And if you look at uh, Hebrews chapter 4, That's uh, Hebrews, James. Look at verse number 12. I'm waiting for pages to slow down. All right, Hebrews 4 and verse 12. This is God's word, and it says, and it's speaking about the word of God. It says, for the word of God is living and active, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing to the division of soul and spirit, of joints and marrow, and discerning the thoughts and intentions of the heart. Let's talk more about that in a moment. Let's pray. Father, bless the reading of your word, I pray, and let it not return unto you void, and let us hear from you in this, in this moment that we have together as we look to your word. In Jesus' name I pray, Amen. Uh, you know, last week we talked about what is the Bible. I jotted down the notes from last week, the main points. We talked about the history of the Bible and the theme of the Bible, and then we talked about the divisions of the Bible. We talked about the Old Testament and New Testament and just went through, essentially, the, the, the Word of God. It was a very elementary uh, study, but it was also a study, it was a good reminder for us Christians that might have been around for a, a good season, And then we also uh, considered the value of the Bible in another sermon. And we talked about the value is there because of the source of the Word of God. You know who the source is. The source comes from God Almighty. So it's, it's valuable. This book is valuable because of its source. Secondly, we know this book is valuable because of its power. It can reveal salvation, as we just talked about, even reading from this hymn, and it can also equip Christians. It's our manual for life, for us Christians, well, for for anybody. But this book is only valuable when it is used. And I want to continue that thought this evening. The book is only valuable when it is used. We need to use it early as, as, as young children. It's great to see children in the congregation ready and eager to study God's Word. It's good to study God's Word as a child. But it's also, as you get on up, growing in years, you need to use it continually. And tonight, continuing on that vein, I want us to consider how to read the Bible. Some people may say, how do you read the Bible? And if you will look it up, you can look to books, you can look to the internet, you can look to Lifeway, you can find all sorts of ways to study and read the Bible. But tonight I just want it to be a practical application of what we did last Sunday. And tonight I just want to see a very practical way of us reading the Bible. Some people, when they talk about reading the Bible, they just like to go and dig in. They just go dig into a single verse and try to think of a million ways that that verse can apply to their life. And how, how it could apply to somebody else. and how it could. That's one way people read the Bible. Others just like to start with the Bible and read it just like they would any other book. Any other book, you know what you do? You start at the, in the beginning and you read to the end. That's the way a lot of people take the Word of God, and that's the method that they choose to take to to just read. Others, still others, take the Bible and and they want to sit alone by themselves and read it out loud, and it helps them to to understand it. Others, still others, would take it and they want to read the Bible in a group and then talk about it as a group because it helps them to understand the meanings of words and and to uh, understand what the Bible is trying to say better. Basically, tonight, this is what I want to tell you. We need to read the Bible. That's just the bottom line. We all need to read the Bible more. It is God's word of truth. As Rule was saying, it is sad that us Christians have let society cave in on us the way that we have. And we need to get back to reading and and, and studying God's word. So basically, if you want to read the Bible... Just read it. Just open it and read it. It it cannot return unto Him void. Read a whole chapter and, and just try it, or maybe two chapters, and try to get the big story. Try to understand what God's Word is trying to say to you. But with all that being said, I wanted to very briefly tonight talk to you about how to read the Bible. And I come up with some words and uh, found some different words we could use and one of them is affirmation. Affirmation. And I looked up the definition. It's the action or process of affirming something or being affirmed. So it's the action or process of affirming something or being affirmed. I don't know what I've done here, Randall. <laughs> I think this, I try not to move too much. My belly's gotten too big today or something. Pray. Here's what that affirmation means. Pray before you read the Bible, okay? You affirm God. Let's change to this right here, Randall. I'm going to take this lapel off and we'll go to the pulpit. I don't know what I've done, but now that's going to force me to stand still. Okay, I'll do all I can. (laughs) Affirmation. We need to pray first to God Almighty to acknowledge to God that you recognize this book. This book, you when you start to read the Bible, affirm to God that this is his word. You affirm say God, I'm praying to you and I know that this book is yours. I know it's true, it's infallible, it's inspired, it is inerrant, it is completely true, it's perfect. Um you know, pray like David. In Psalm one nineteen one o five. 105, David was praying and he said, Your word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. God, I know that this word is your word and I know it can light the way for me. And I know that it will show me the direction to take in, in every situation of life. God, I accept This book, I accept it as truth. I accept it as holy. I accept it as the absolute authority for my beliefs and for my behavior. I'm going to take this book and I'm going to apply it to my life. That's what the affirmation is. Affirming that you truly take this book to be God's word. Secondly, we need to prepare. Preparation. And that, I looked up the definition, it is the action or process of making ready or being made ready for use or consideration. So what that tells you, you've got to get prepared to make ready for use. Before reading, you need to ask God, open the eyes of my heart, Lord, open the eyes of my heart, I want to see you that's what you do. You say, Lord, I want to see you in your word. Open my eyes to your truth. Open my eyes to teach me. Teach me now, God. I've already told you that I affirm it to be true and I know it's your word. Now, Lord, open me that I will see what I need to see in this word. Open my my mind. Open my eyes. Open my thought processes. Teach me your statutes. Establish my my behavior God through your word so that I will follow what your word says Ephesians chapter one well I can't get my Bible to open Ephesians chapter one Galatians Ephesians Philippians Colossians there it is Ephesians chapter one if you look to verse 17 of Ephesians chapter one Paul is writing to the church at Ephesus, but this is the preparation that we need to take for ourselves as well. Ephesians chapter 1 and verse number 17, it says, That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give you the spirit of wisdom and of revelation in the knowledge of him, having the eyes of your hearts enlightened, that you may know what is the hope to which he has called you. his feet and gave him his head over all things to the church which is his body the fullness of him which fills all in all essentially you are saying to prepare me to hear from your word the problem that we run into here is this too many of us too many Christians are satisfied with where they're at too many non-Christians for sure are But too many Christians think we have achieved and we have arrived. We are satisfied with where we're at. I don't need to change. It has been just fine for so long. There's nothing I need to change. What an attitude we need to change. (laughs) We... If we have that attitude, then we're never going to know Christ intimately. We're never going to know His Word intimately. We have got to prepare and say, Lord, open my eyes. Each and every time I read it, if you're reading Psalm 23, if you're reading John 3.16 we talked about this morning, if you're reading those very common verses, say, God, show me something new here. Show me something what you have, or just, God, show me how you want me to apply this to my life. That's the preparation and then you come to observation observation that's the action or process of observing something or someone carefully or in order to gain more information that just means read it carefully study your word systematically every now and then you may open your word to to find something and you just happened upon a verse But we need to systematically study it. Get in a system, a routine of some sort. Don't just hit and miss. Study a book or, or study a subject and do it thoroughly. That's the observation. And then fifth or fourth, investigation. The action of investigating something or someone, formal or systematic examination or research. Find a good conservative commentary. And if you need some examples, come down to my office. I'll show you and let you borrow some or whatever. Go to our own library. Go on the Internet. But here's some good ones. The MacArthur, John MacArthur's uh, commentary is excellent. You want a commentary that just helps you uh, uh, um, with, um, that's not a big long set but one book? The Believer's Bible Commentary. It's $20, something like that. It's by William McDonald. It's a good commentary. And it's just one book. The Believer's Bible Commentary. Maybe you want to get a whole series. That would be Expositor's Bible Commentary. Those are good commentaries. But get get you a good commentary. That that can can help you as you study. See what other godly people have delved and discerned from the scripture you're studying. Get a good commentary. a good Bible dictionary, a good encyclopedia. a Holman Bible Dictionary is a good one. Get some of those books and see how you can delve into the Scripture that you are studying. So that's the investigation part. And then what about the interpretation part? Interpretation is the action of explaining the meaning of something. Let's just admit it up front. Some things in God's Word are meant for Israel only, such as maybe the Sabbath being the day of rest. Some gifts of the Spirit, I really in my heart believe they were sign gifts only for the early church. The gift of speaking in tongues from my perspective was one of those sign gifts. And we need to look at this and interpret the, the scriptures. Let scripture interpret scripture. Be able to rightly divide the word and, and see what God is saying to you as you read this word. And then correlation. That's a mutual relationship or a connection. I know this is a, a, a like a, a class, a, a Bible study class, but I believe we need to, to see how we should better study God's Word. And to do that correlation, get your cross-references. As you're reading along, you see those little uh, subscripts and postscripts and all those little other numbers, and maybe your Bible's a study Bible and it has scriptures in the middle or it's got scripture down at the bottom, and it, it refers to another scripture where it's talking about the same subject or the same issue issue or the same situation look those things up, cross reference where it says in Matthew the same thing it says in Mark or vice versa or it tells you in Matthew that it's referring back to Isaiah 9 and verse 6 or or it's telling you what it refers to, that's good Bible study, get the Strong's Exhaustive Concordance Strong's Exhaustive Concordance you look up a, a word in the Bible and you see every instance of that word wow That helps you know what those words mean. Look up all those scriptures and see what that particular theme is about that word in whole. And then, appropriation. That's the action of taking uh, uh, something for one's own use. That is, you're going to appropriate it to your life, okay? You're taking that Bible study. Let's say this. You know, sermons and life groups, and Sunday school classes, and these uh, uh, Bible studies and the discipleship classes, do you know that I would contend they're never gonna mean a thing until you apply it to your own life? Do you hear? We gotta apply it to our life. I've gotta quit saying, man, that's good. He needed to hear that, didn't he? Or she needed to hear that. Boy, I I wish so-and-so had heard that. We are all guilty of that at some point in life, probably. I have been before. I think you probably have, but I know I have. But we have got to realize that Bible study is the same. Bible study is only going to uh, change us when we transfer it from our head to our hands and our feet. Like that song that we talked about this morning, I mentioned it. If we are the body, why aren't our hands out working? Why aren't our feet out doing? If we are the body, we got to put some action behind our talk. That, that means to live it. We've got to live it. We've got to submit to God as James chapter 4 and verse 7 said. Submit yourselves therefore to God. Resist the devil and he'll flee from you. We have got to submit to him. So in Bible reading and reading his word submit to what God is saying and finally proclamation <laughs> proclaim it I love studying God's Word proclamation is a public or a uh, an official announcement especially dealing with a matter of great importance I thought well that's the Bible I really do. I love studying and delving into scriptures. And I like to preach it. When I I find, when I reach and I I glean some things that that God reveals. And if you study your Bible properly, you're going to have that same itch to tell somebody else about it. You're going to be eager to share what you found. And as you pray... And as you read the Bible, God, while I'm reading this, I'm thinking, God, why don't you bring somebody in my life to share this with, to tell about this? Somebody I can share and and tell about the good news of Jesus, what he has done for me, so I can share with them this word. Because, you know, every word that you study God will bring to your recollection, and he may be using that so that whenever you come in contact with somebody you've not even come in contact with, maybe, or you're going to have an opportunity to talk to somebody you've not had an opportunity to talk to yet, you're going to have an opportunity to remember the word that you have studied, and you're going to be able to share that with that that person. So you put these eight steps together, and that's meaningful Bible study. That's how you get to know God, friends. Study God's Word. Again, I know tonight is more of a Bible class than a preaching moment, but that's something that I just felt we needed to do to have a little bit more closure on God's Word because we can, we can know how great it is, and we talked about how great it is and powerful and how it's resourceful and we've got to use it, But the problem is we got to open it and read it in order to use it and apply it. So that's what God led us to tonight. That we would all recognize and realize the importance of reading and studying His Word. Let's pray together. Father, thank you for this time again. And thank you for letting us be here together. And I pray that... Uh, if there's anyone here that needs to make any move for you during this time of response, this time of invitation, this, this moment to respond to you, I pray that they would come and do what they need to do with you on, on this altar, praying out, calling out to you. God, I pray that you'll help us all to recognize the need to study your word more. And we're just going to praise you for what you're doing. And thank you for letting us be a part of your will. In Jesus' name, amen.
0: You've been listening to the services at North Etowah Baptist Church. If you made a decision for Christ today, head over to northetowah.org slash contact. Fill out the form and someone from our staff will be quick to contact you. Not to mention, we'd love to worship with you. All worship times and other activities can be found on our website. Thanks again for listening and may God bless you.